The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon and welcome back after this weekend. And this is Rudy Giuliani on The Rudy Giuliani Show. The show that tells you all the news they censor and keep away from you. And you either don't hear about at all or you hear about it at the very end of the show or the end of the newspaper like uh, today Joe Biden admitted that he knew about his son's foreign dealings. Like that. They say it like that. Or uh, today there was a tape played. Uh, it was hard to understand what was that. That kind of, or you don't hear about it at all. So we're going to, uh, we're going to start with, um, what I'm sure you didn't spend much time on because nobody talked about it over the weekend with all of the discussion of, uh, getting rid of this biased left wing, uh, really, uh, almost a judge who you could put in the category of warped attitude toward the J6 defendants putting people in jail for more than prosecutors wanted, uh, definitely anti-Trump, appointed by uh, Obama or Biden, don't remember. But in any event, doesn't matter. She's uh, over-the-top Trump derangement syndrome, fourth degree, which is the worst. But here's the one that really uh, takes you out of that category and puts you right into Every other judge would be disqualified based on this. She is a member of uh, the law firm that Joe Biden's son, the uh, co-conspirator of Biden, his bag man, was a member of during the period of time that Hunter Biden was uh, organizing bribes uh, for his father as vice president when he was committing one of the worst crimes you can commit in the country. She was a member of that law firm. Worse than that. That law firm was a big player in the entire fraud. They represented the the key fraudulent company who uh, Joe was paid to get off the hook. And they came in to clean up that company so it would be easier for Joe. It is quite possible that law firm could be, oh, something you've heard about a co-conspirator in the bribery. It's called Boys Schiller. It has not been without any number of allegations of being a fixer Democratic law firm, oh, that might not be enough to get a disqualified, but the fact that they represent the one single major, most crooked uh, company in the entire case, and that Hunter Biden used them as a player for that company, and it was a part of how uh, the old man earned his $10 million. Hunter earned the million a year. she got to go. If she doesn't go... I don't know what level our justice system. Well, first of all, we don't have a justice system. I should not call it that. Uh, we've got one that's at the level of, like, East Berlin. Uh, if that happens, if she doesn't get disqualified from this case, we then have um, we then have the dictator selecting the judges. Yeah, And, uh, you know, it isn't a court already. Uh, then it becomes something very different. It, it, it would be absurd if she remains on the case and it remains in the District of Columbia. And the case itself is the biggest affront and attack on our First Amendment since it was wonderfully and beautifully uh, put in our Constitution as the first of 10 bills of right. Uh, you also probably missed the significance of 
basically over the weekend it was confirmed what we have learned about eight times, but in this country, because of the censorship, you have to learn it. We're going to probably figure it out on the 12th time because it's all hidden and not reported. Do you know that Joe Biden lied well over a 100 times when he said, I knew nothing of my son's foreign dealings? If you don't know that, don't feel too bad because it is largely hidden. Now, uh, the first evidence of that came out in February of uh, 2019, 20, 21, 2019, to 20, to 21, to 22. That's three and a half years ago. Since that time, I was the first one to bring it out. Please, sorry. I am the first one to have brought out 80% of this. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't be happening because of me. Every time I say that, they try to figure out more ways to destroy me, find people to sue me. Um, but you know something? You're going to burn yourself out. Keep doing it, and maybe, maybe, maybe we'll just turn the tide and people will realize that I've been telling them the truth from the very beginning, and I'm telling them the truth now. I'm telling them the truth about Atlanta. I'm telling them the truth about the election. And I'm telling them the truth about this. Now, who's lying? The man that said 1,000 times falsely, I know nothing about my son's foreign dealings. So proved False three and a half years ago, proved false almost every month since then by some witness, some evidence, some testimony. Oh, gosh, I thought it was all gone about seven months ago when we discovered a voice message in Joe's own words that he knew about the foreign dealings. When he called his son and said, I read the New York Times article. The New York Times article was all about his son's dealings, an unbelievable admission that he knew about the dealings and an unbelievable mission of a false exculpatory statement. And why do I always say false exculpatory statement? I want you to learn what that means. False exculpatory statement is not just a lie. It's a lie about a material fact about a crime, which can be used in evidence against someone as evidence of guilt. And it requires a charge from the judge at the end of the case where the judge tells the jury they can convict the person if they find that that false exculpatory statement was made beyond a reasonable doubt. This wasn't made beyond a reasonable doubt. This was made beyond any doubt known to man. The final one being the one not covered this weekend, when Archer repeated what he told the committee, to um, he repeated it to the uh, brave and uh, intrepid uh, Tucker Carlson, in which he said that uh, that. He he is absolutely certain, not just I think, I remember, vaguely remember, that uh, Hunter and his father discussed in detail the foreign dealings, that the call that was made uh, 20 times, 20 times, at a business meeting with foreigners, many of whom were legendary world-level criminals. Just the mere fact that the president's son is having dinner with them should be source of massive investigation and FBI should have figured it out in six months. But they didn't. They ignored it. Uh, but Joe, according to Archer, knew every single person at the meeting, was well aware of it, discussed it many times with his son, uh, left out of the newspapers, but definitely not left out by Hunter. Uh, Tucker, <laughs> not left out by Hunter either, come to, come to think of it. Come to think of it, not left out by Hunter. So... Archer's testimony nails him 
in the coffin for the eighth time, and you tell me what you prefer. Archer's testimony, Joe's own words, Hunter's eight texts, pictures with the foreigners, notes to the foreigners, testimony from three other foreigners, or testimony from Bobolinsky, the president of the company, who basically just repeated everything Archer said, except nobody wanted to believe it before the election. I want to warn you, ladies and gentlemen, and those of you who may be fooled into having voted for Joe Biden, it's your fault. What you heard from Archer today, Bob Lewinsky told you in October of 2020. He said, when asked by, who interviewed Bob Lewinsky? Was it Tucker, was it Tucker again? Bob Lewinsky said, we had extensive conversations about foreign clients, both myself and James Gilliers. That, would, that came out before the election. The newspapers didn't report it because the newspapers and the media in this country are similar to the newspapers and media in China and in Venezuela and in rotten countries. It's almost impossible to describe how corrupt they are. And uh, you didn't you didn't learn it. We tried to tell you myself and 10 or 12 patriots who've paid a heavy price for it. We tried to tell you we got it across to some of you. But we were at that time being called uh, Russian agents, which Biden has never apologized for, although he was lying about that, too. So you want to know the significance of Archer's testimony? That alone convicts him. That false exculpatory statement in the hands of a moderately effective prosecutor could uh, would bury him. In my hands... It would, I, I believe me, this would, it would not be the first prosecution I ever lost because I never lost one and it wouldn't be this one. Uh, so, you know, the one that got me this weekend, Dr. Maria is here with me, but I think she's got a lot of perspective on both of these. One of them as a professional and one as a, one as a parent. Uh, let's, let's use the, the one, the, 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 the riot on Union Square this weekend that happened on Friday. Uh, by this, uh, I mean, I don't know these people. I have, uh, he's obviously very famous. I don't either. And he's very rich. I'm not and quite up on influencers. <laughs> his name is A.I. K.A.I. Oh, Kai. Kai Senate. Senate. Okay, so right? Kai Senate is what? Does he stand? He is a live streamer and an a influencer. influencer. What? What is that? I, always, uh, you I, know, I think of it as a crook, like a, a guy well, who does bribes. I don't think it's necessarily right. that i think it's somebody who diego's laughing too right for whatever reason garners a lot of audience on social media so then well, people place commercials i you know he came out i guess he was like you know he would take on challenges and he would also do pranks so he gained a lot of followers. He's got like 20 million followers. Like everybody here on ABC works their tail off reading stories, interviewing people, trying to come up with new stories. What, this guy just does jer- jerky no, things. Yeah, pranks and jer- accepting challenges. You know, he dropped out of college, which isn't he- near here or there. Who cares well, about nowadays that? Nowadays, he might have been better off. <laughs> but he actually makes a lot of money because he has such a following. People will place ads, uh, you know, during his you know, pranks or so his plus, things. Plus for him, is he, he supports himself and he's yep. an entrepreneur. He's an entrepreneur at 21 years him, old. A lot of the stuff he does is jerky. 
Yeah, yeah, it's probably nothing you or I or our audience probably so here, would here's be what interested because this in. is the key, key to this. So on Friday, he had a big event in Union Square Park, which is where all the demonstrations take place. Poor choice, because you're, you're saying demonstration when you say um, uh, uh, Union Square Park, and you're saying political, too. Should have picked another place. This is supposed to be a giveaway. And he's got millions of fans. Yep. And he was going to appear, say some things. Then he was going to give away a it lot of good really stuff. It was really about a giveaway, some pretty expensive stuff. Uh, PlayStations, gear that go with the PlayStations, computers, phones. But what I really don't know was, was, was there really a giveaway? I might have gone if I knew it was giving away a microphone. <laughs> you and your microphone You know I like to have every microphone in but here, you know, I don't know if he was expecting the crowd that came. You know, you say free stuff and especially expensive well, now let's, things. Let's people not are do an Adams and take him off the hook. No, I'm not taking he him off the hook. He encouraged as many people to come as possible. Yep, yep. He told them it was going to get wild and crazy and not to hold back. Well, there's the problem. Uh, he right? told them to go crazy. They have a right to go crazy. Yeah. He said all the things that Trump didn't say about the riot they claim he uh, caused when what he said was go peacefully and patriotically. Yeah. This guy never said the words peacefully. He never said the words patriotically. Yeah. Uh, and here's the one that, is, as far as I'm concerned, once again proves the city has someone who's not a, up to being mayor. He didn't have a license or a permit for something like this. For that, he should go to jail. We'll be right back. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani. I'm back. Uh, you know, this argument for Senate is pathetic. We have uh, the mayor saying that uh, it isn't Senate's fault. It's the parents and the social media. We're going to play that for you in a minute, Judge. Judge Do- Dr. Maria is. <laughs> but I just want to tell you why it's different. And I'm surprised that Jonathan Turley... He's a great lawyer, but leaving this out of his argument, it kind of reminds me of what, he, what he's accusing, what he's accusing a right of, you know, leaving out, go peacefully and patriotically, or leaving out that my statement about trial by combat was surrounded by machines being tested against each other and dismissed by a court. But here's what he leaves out. And this is why it's different. In the days leading up to his giveaway, which he didn't get a permit for, which he knew he should because he has an agent. Uh, he told them that they were going to go crazy, bros. We're going to go crazy, N-word. Okay. Yeah, that, then, that, then he said, yeah. don't worry, we'll get it shut down. We'll get it shut down ASAP. So get there quickly. Make sure to have good protection and SH 
You already know we're going to try and we're going to try to all my New York N-words. I effing love you N-words to death. But you all N-words are wild. You all N-words are animals, bro. Uh, that, is that be the real, English bro. language? When you N-words get too lit, when there's too much going on, like N-words start violating S-H-I-T. The SHIT might end really quick, depending on how rowdy you get and shit, an S word like that. Now look, it's a public area. So anything can happen, anything can happen. Make sure you pull up with somebody, make sure you pull up with a friend and just let it loose. Now you make a good point, Rudy, about the permit, right? New York is effing insane and this will be insane. He is asking for a riot. Do not tell me, Mayor or Mr. Turley, that this is a civil matter. You're trying to hang the President of the United States sort of indirectly for something where he said go peacefully and patriotically. This guy is is talking about, we're going to go crazy, bro. Well, they did go crazy. People went to the hospital. Thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage. Cops injured. You go to jail. I don't care. What is Adams doing? Adams is sucking up. He's a big guy, Senna. I mean, you don't realize he's a big guy. But the parents, you can pee on them anytime you want. The Democrats do all the time. And the social media. (laughs) Social media wasn't there. The parents weren't there. It was the middle of the day. It's those damn kids who are responsible. Well, let's listen to uh, Mayor Eric Adams. Cut 18, please. Our children cannot be raised by social media. Uh, Our children cannot uh, get their values, their beliefs uh, from social media and other uh, outside entities. Now, I don't disagree with the mayor about that. But it's not just, of course, parents are responsible for their children, but he's responsible for the law. That's what he's responsible. So he needs to stay in his own lane and say if people destroy property, if they do things without a permit, whatever that punishment on the books is, whether it's a fine, jail time, whatever, you stick to it consistently. The parents should be held responsible in that the parents should have to go down to jail and make out bail for their kids. The kids should not be taught that their parents are responsible their criminal activity. They should be taught that they're responsible for their criminal activity from day one. That sticks with you. If you want to say parents, 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 fine. Well, we're going to take a break, and I couldn't disagree more. The last thing that should have been mentioned are the parents. It's the kids. They are the criminals. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani. Back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, I don't know if it was planned or whatever, but in Chicago... A similar, well, not the same reason, but a similar kind of riot uh, took place. And the mayor of Chicago did the same uh, suck up that the mayor of New York did. And uh, and until and unless you can hold the people responsible who really are responsible, uh, this will just continue, particularly with young people. The minute you can give them an out, they'll find it. The minute you can create them as victims, they'll become one. Absolutely. And the minute you say their parents caused it, not them, oh, yeah, it's their parents. First of all, it was in the middle of the day, Adams. What are the parents supposed to be with them all day long? And they weren't grade school children. The no, same in Chicago. They were, not. and some may 
be adults. There's a lot of those uh, people that looked 18 or older. But, you know, here's my... It also my... may be your, your damn ridiculously failing public schools that caused it, too. Hey, I mean, you, you got you got public schools that are sinking to the abyss. You and banks have made recommendations. You make a lot of recommendations, Adams, but you don't do S H I. You know, it's really sad about, you know, New York has been failing for a long time, you know, after Bloomberg with de Blasio in there. Dummies. But Chicago just drives me crazy because I have a love affair with Chicago. I get speak there it. four times a year. Yeah, I guess I have to go get over it. They had a chance. They got rid of well, tell us what happened this such a, well, 27 shot, seven fatally. And they had a riot, and the mayor refused yeah. to call it a riot. Yeah. He said it's But they not got a riot. rid of that last wackadoodle, Beetlejuice. Well, this one's worse. And this one's worse. This one says, oh, this wasn't a riot. This was a gathering. This was, you can't call it a riot. It's not a mob. I mean, that's like when baby Al Capone's get together. This is what the jackass says. It's not a riot. Now, here's what happened. There were hundreds of rioters. That flooded uh, Chicago's South Loop late Sunday when teens took over the area for the second time in two days. They looted convenience stores. They beat people up. They sent people to the hospital. They damaged vehicles. They smashed windows. And they looted a store. The police, the DA, the mayor should not give them one inch. Nobody will learn anything if they're not held accountable. That is destruction. People got hurt. That wasn't their property. You racist. I am the least racist person. But I'm all about a better society. And we, in the first time in our history of humankind, we're going backwards. We're actually regressing, right? People who fought to come to this country did so, so every generation would be better. Now we're regressing. So uh, Exactly why were the kids punching each other? Exactly. Why were the kids punching you? Yeah, what now, these that, aren't what kids. Did, that, did the parents teach them to do Those that? are adult men. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, and they're punching each other. They are big men, too. Union Square Park at 3 Ooh, o'clock in the afternoon. They're punching the living daylights out of each other. And it's, look, should the, are the, have the parents failed these kids? I don't know. Maybe. Is it going to do any good to tell them your parents failed you? That, that's, the parents are going to continue to fail them. They have to learn that people whose parents fail them become very successful people. Why? Because the only thing you can control is you. You've got to be taught from a very early age when this kind of behavior starts to begin. You've got to take responsibility for yourself. That's so right. let's look at it. Johnson and Adams are two guys that don't have responsibility for themselves. They have ridiculously, ridiculously childish views. Uh, now always blame somebody else. Childish views of socialism and all kinds of other things. Adams is about as weak as a sponge. He promises everything and does nothing. And he's on everybody's side. Yep. Uh, he can't get anything. He just literally can't get anything done. And Johnson has all the wrong ideas. And Adams has all the wrong ideas and all the right ideas, but no performance. Mm. I mean, he is the quintessential non-leader that never should have been a mayor, yeah. never should be an officer. But who who's to blame for these bad policies? It's the, the people, people who keep voting in, right? We don't like to blame one another either, but oh, no. who's voting these people, people in? The people of Chicago are out of their minds. The people of Chicago had a chance. And so were the people of New York. People of New York had a chance after de Blasio. They had a chance to vote de Blasio out after four years, and they yeah. voted and for And they voted for him in. What, the question for those in New York listening to me is, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And why is voting for a Republican so so ridiculous? Well, how come every time you walk down the street, people scream, come back, Mayor, and, come back, and Mayor? And is Trump really that bad compared to Biden? Come on, let's, let's compare them morally for a minute. 
Try comparing them morally. How about policy? Hasn't 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 Trump been uh, exaggerated as far as how evil he is? Oh yeah, evil. Sure. He's sure. evil. Electricity. He takes care of his kids. The other guy does not. The other guy gets one kid and makes him into a bag man and makes him into a degenerate drug addict. Never should have used him like that. As I keep telling you, half the mafia guys aren't as evil as Joe Biden. Trump would never have done that in a million years. So stop this crap about, oh, Trump is so bad. Trump is so bad we have to have the crookedest president in our history there. Ridiculous. So let's go to, uh, let's go to Debbie in Staten Island. Because she's My friend Rudy. Rudy, not to add insult to injury, but did you see the new uh, commercial about fentanyl? Did, did you, Dr. Ryan? I have not. You, Tell us about it, Debbie. Okay, so now you could get your legal drugs, your cocaine and your crack, and they <laughs> will send you a free testing kit to see if it was laced with fentanyl. So this way you don't, you know, have any fentanyl in your legal drugs. Oh, and what happens if it doesn't work? <laughs> I don't know, but you get your free testing strips. But well, what happens to testing? The... How, how, how often do tests not work? 20% of the time? Yeah, they're not 100% fail-proof, but it's the idea that we're going to... No, I know. You're, yeah. You're enabling. We're, we're enabling. It is such a stupid, failed policy. But I want to talk about Trang for a minute. Fentanyl's bad, right? Bad, bad news. We've had over 100,000... Fentanyl poisonings that resulted in death in 2001, mainly coming through that open southern border. But Trank, right? Everybody's talking about Trank. What is Trank? It's xylazine. It is an animal sedative, mainly for large animals, horses, cows. (laughs) It is not regulated. Uh, It's not considered a controlled substance. And people say, well, it's called the zombie drug. Well, go to your favorite search engine. Don't use Google because they put only Democrat articles up um, that slam conservatives. But go to DuckDuckGo, look up Philadelphia Trank, and they look like zombies, right? It's such a powerful sedative. They're bent over. They're out. They're unconscious. But you also may see an incredible, ugly sores. Why are they getting necrosis? Because this drug, being such a powerful sedative, it it decreases the microcirculation to those areas. So the skin, the muscles, everything is starving for oxygen. Necrosis starts infection. Necrosis means you're dying skin. Look at the basically. pictures in some of the newspapers, and yep. boy, you're going to get sick when you see what happens yeah, to your it's skin. So gross. Ooh, ooh. It is gross, but here's the problem. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Here's the problem in New York. Please, Governor Hochul, I may not agree on probably any of your policies, but human to human, you have a chance to do something. So Trank is not considered a controlled substance, substance, right? Because it's not for use in human, human beings. So why is it a controlled substance? And the FDA has little regulation, some in some states, but little regulation. But because it's not considered a control substance, the governor can make it in their state. Philadelphia, uh, excuse me, Pennsylvania governor has done it, as well as the Ohio Ohio governor. Word on the street is there's a bill going in Albany, Albany, but that Hochul will not back it. She has a chance to save lives. So I hope she's listening to your show, Mayor Rudy Giuliani. I doubt it. I doubt it. (laughs) 
on Red Apple Media, and I hope she supports that bill that will make Trank, which is she really won't. xylazine, a controlled substance that makes it hope. illegal. Because right now, you know what can happen? It's a wonderful hope. So you can order, I shouldn't even tell, tell, but the criminals are doing it. You can order xylazine saying you want to sedate your animal uh, for a procedure, and you could sell it on the streets well, and not get in any trouble. Which is better for the criminals, uh, prohibiting it or allowing it? Prohibiting it. No, for the criminals. Oh, What's for the, the criminals, criminals, of course, allowing well, it. But why would do. we want to the do it? The Democratic Party yeah. is, is the party of the criminals. So they will... I'm not kidding. They do the things the criminals want. Let's go to Jan in New Jersey. Uh, hi, how are you? I'm good, Jan. How are you? Okay, pretty good. I'm a little concerned. I've heard a lot of interviews with this Vivek Ramaswani, and, you know, they're trying to say, oh, Trump 2.0. But I haven't heard not one interviewer ask him about his fellowship from the Paul and Daisy Soros Foundation. Oh, thank you for that information. You know, Rudy has interviewed Vivek Ramaswamy. I didn't didn't know about that. And I'm very impressed with him. What was he? He was a fellow uh, under Soros? In 2011, he received a fellowship from the Paul and uh, Daisy Soros Foundation. Uh, You could go right on that web page and, and, you know, you could do it alphabetically or he's on page 57. Oh, thank you. And also... And also, who also received a fellowship from uh, them was um, uh, Barack Obama's uh, general surgeon, Vivek um, Mirte. Mm-hmm. That doesn't and surprise my, me. My no, I think. Uh, uh, although, you know, me. Obama and, and Soros, not ideologically, but personally, never quite got along. And Soros always felt in the Obama administration he didn't have enough influence, which is why he's asserted himself. So much with the weaker Biden. Very interesting. You know, he, he had more influence than most people. But given the fact that he, he bankrolled the campaign, he felt he should really be controlling it. And uh, if and when they really open up Ukraine, you're going to find Soros behind a lot of the shenanigans in Ukraine. Uh, so it he had a here. lot to do and Eastern Europe in general. That's what Soros gave him Eastern Europe to play with as his payoff. Well, thank you for that great information. So on the webpage, it says the Paul and Daisy Soros Fellowships for New Americans program honors the contribution of immigrants and children of immigrants to the United States. Each year, we invest in the graduate education of 30 new Americans, immigrants and children of immigrants. So maybe this particular one. And, you know, it could be it could be nothing. It could be something. Yeah. Yeah, very, very good, though. That is yeah. exactly. So we'll kind ask of, that to Vivek. We absolutely I'm going to tell will. you, Jan, that's the kind of vetting. I love Jan. If that was a Democrat and now, Debbie, you keep telling us, yeah. giving us information. But that's the kind of vetting a president should go through. Yes. This is the vetting Obama never had. It's the vetting Biden had. We all knew Biden was a congenital lifetime crook and liar, but we voted for him anyway. Well, because Trump was. Come on. Whoa. Statistically, how many MIT people said statistically Biden couldn't have won? Uh, you know, I don't know. The, the ones they let live. <laughs> uh, let's go to let's go to Mike. Hey, Rudy. Mike. Yes. What's up, babes? <laughs> and, and Mr. Mayor, the greatest mayor in New York City history. I just want to add to how Mayor Adams is the worst mayor in the history of New York. 
I'm sure you're aware that he's trying to take Medicare away from the retirees. Now, I was on the police department, and when you, you're a tough negotiator, but never once did you suggest that you take away the health care of the retirees and the disabled. And the fact that many 9-11 conditions are not covered under the World Trade Center bill. Of course I would never take that away. Have, and they're going to have to rely on Medicare, to me, is, is disgusting. Of, co- of course it is. Can I, I, I have to ask a question because I used to be a hospital CEO. How can Adams take away Medicare? Medicare. What he does is he wants to put you on a Medicare Advantage plan, which is not Medicare. It's a privately run Aetna, privately run. But, Mr. Mayor, I'm going to ask you, can you please write a letter to the Post, like an article to the editor, explaining how this is disgusting and how you... Yeah, I will explain to you. Only reason I had a cut is because my city was going bankrupt, and I came into office completely bamboozled. So when Dinkins was running, there was something like a $200 million deficit. The day I walked into office, I mean, the day after I was elected, I was told it was $900 million. By the time I got into office, it was $1.4 billion by the middle of the year. So I had to do double cuts. So the deal that I worked out with the police department, which was very controversial, was three years of no raise, but then two years of raises that would make up for that. So in essence, and that was with all of the, uh, all of the unions, all of the uniform unions. The deal that I made with them was, you're going to loan me the money by not making me have to give you raises so that I can save the city. And then I'm going to give it all back to you. So just stick with me. Now, some of the union people running used that against me. I, I understand that, but that was the deal. It wasn't like I wanted to hurt them. I also didn't fire any police officers. I didn't lay them off. Uh, and I got as many bene- other benefits for them uh, as, I, as I could. And as soon as I could give them the money, I gave them bigger raises than they expected. So thank you, and thank you for giving me a chance to explain it. And we'll be right back for the mayor's final thoughts. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, and I am back. With the Rudy Giuliani Show and the Tunnels of Towers sponsored Mayor's Final Thought. And the rea- the reality is Tunnels of Towers, you've got to get your $11 in. They need it, and they need it for the most important thing we do, which is to back up our men and women in uniform when, God forbid, they lose their lives or when they are catastrophically injured. They pay off the mortgage. They build smart homes. And you can have their back for just $11 per month. Tunnel to Towers. T2T.org. Maria, Maria and I are, this is our, this is, I mean, we do anything for them. Yeah. And should. Now, Maria, t- tell us about our good friend Barbara. You and I you know, loved her. And oh, I a am big loss. And we talked to her daughter today. And she's been on this show. And, We've done podcasts a, with Barbara. What a, what, what a life. Oh. She was known as Barbara from Harlem, and she was also known as the godmother of black conservatives. She was born in the Bronx, raised in Harlem, uh, brought up five children on her own, and last night she uh, joined God. <laughs> and I'm sure she's at earlier the right than, hand earlier than, earlier than, than ex- right. And, and she's got a lovely daughter, Bibi. 
who uh, is just a treasure. But Barbara wrote a book called um, "The Escaping the Racism of." of low expectations and she, and she was always positive she wasn't like you did this wrong you did that wrong she was always trying to lift up people especially black lives yeah what do you think? oh that's wonderful she once stood outside i think it was george washington university in washington and gave out free copies of the constitution because she was concerned that Young people weren't learning about how great their country is. The Constitution. (laughs) I love that woman. She would go to other um, people. Like we have another friend, Madeline Brom, whose son was murdered, and Bragg didn't really do anything about it. And that's a longer story. But there was Barbara from Harlem out in the rain supporting Madeline and other Uh, victims. She was sick then too. Yeah, but we we love. Loved her. I hate to say it in the past tense. And, um, it's, gonna, it's hard. It's it, hard. It really We're going to talk is. more about this. Yep. So I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, dust off my old podcast and put it out. Uh, maybe I'll take a few excerpts. And I play think that's it, beautiful, Ruby. Thank and you. She was for on this doing show that. also. We yeah. got a few excerpts for her being on this show talking about her book. She may have been on with you, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, we talked about uh, Calif- uh, California, Chicago earlier and a little eight year old girl Please, going to get ice cream with her daddy. More Shot important than the numbers. And killed. Yeah. The numbers are important because the numbers focus it for you, but ultimately it's about individuals. I learned that as a mayor doing Comstat right away. Comstat was my contribution along with Bratton and Eddie Maple and a bunch of other people, but I mean, I had the idea for 12 years and it worked and it was one of the things I'm proudest of, but I never let myself be tied to Comstat. It was always about human beings. It was always about going to the precincts. Uh, I never missed a holiday without going to four or five precincts. I uh, would stop off by a precinct on the way home, even if I was early, or a fire station or a sanitation station. I want to know how my people were acting and how, what was going on. When there was snow, I went out and picked up snow with the sanitation men and told you how important they were, that they were they were like uh, the Navy s- saving us uh, during a war because we had to deploy them. City workers are enormously important. They're the heart and soul of the city. Uh, money is important. Paying them fairly is important. Medicaid is important. Morale is the most important, just like it is for an army. I want you to hear a quote from Dana Bash, who happens to be a reporter I know for 30 or 35 years, and for whom, although she is a left-wing CNN type, uh, I've always had great respect. I do not believe she believes this. I want you to hear this, but this sums up the failure of the left wing to view reality at all. Just listen to it. Very short. Joe Biden said in November 2022 that he wanted to see President Trump prosecuted and taken out of this okay, race. There's so it no, is the Biden I'm just going to stop you because no there's no evidence but the that bottom line is, Joe no, no, Biden I'm, is involved in this. And, and you're no, right, it's a special counsel. Let's just well, stick to the, the evidence, question. There's no evidence that Joe Biden is involved in this. I mean, first of all, she's not a journalist. I know you said you had respect for her, but she is not a journalist.
ridiculous thing of all. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 